Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Retreadcast, the regular video podcast series for the tire retreading industry. And to this, our first podcast in 2021. As usual, I'm joined by my father, David Wilson, the publisher of Retreading Business. Hello, David. Happy New Year. And could you tell me what's going on for today's programme? Uh, yes, thank you, Richard. Uh, happy New Year to you as well. Uh, the main focus of this week's issue of the Retread Cast is the subject of tyre repairs, which is not only a vital part of the retreading industry, it's also a major contributor towards the optimisation of the retreading industry's role in the circular economy. Uh, quality tyre repairs uh, not only help reduce uh, tyre scrap and increase useful uh, life of tyre assets, they also play an integral role in the retread production process. Despite this, it's, it's quite a while really since we focused on the activities of the main players in this specialist market. So with that in mind, we were really pleased to get the opportunity to talk to Walter van Loon, who is the VP Sales for Europe, Middle East and Africa for Tech Europe. Well, okay, that certainly sounds like a fascinating topic and one, as, as you rightly say, one that is well overdue. So without any more waiting around, Let's go over to that interview right now. Today on the Retread Cast, we will be delving into the market for tyre repairs. And we're very pleased to have the opportunity to talk to Walter van Loon, who is VP Sales for Europe, Middle East and Africa for Tech Europe. Walter, a very good afternoon to you and welcome to the Retread Cast. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's an opportunity. Not at all. Well, let's start with the question I've asked everyone for the last nine months or so. So tell me, how has the COVID-19 pandemic affected your company and uh, what measures have you introduced to minimise the impacts on your employees and customers? Well, I would be lying if I said it wouldn't have had any negative impact on our business. It did, but we take pride in the fact that strictly the repair business is uh, something which keeps on going in the crisis situation, usually. That's the positive side of it. Uh, I think in general, it has affected our business, let's say in total turnover 2020, about 5% we lost in business. Mainly in uh, second, partly third quarter, we cannot deny the fact that certain retread factories, bigger, the bigger tire manufacturers closed their factories, so we lost some direct business there. Uh, on the other hand, we saw, we noticed in quarter three and four that we basically almost recuperated all the loss. Then now I'm talking strictly retread, the more professional repair business, and even increased in certain, a few of the major tire manufacturers even increased their business, probably due to the effect that they had to build stock again, but maybe also, that's my vision, uh, that we, there's a bigger demand for repairs. I mean, the, the investment in new tires probably increased a bit. Uh, anyway, there is a big requirement for repairs in retail. So I think that has, together with the negative side, it's a positive side. But we don't, we are seeing the end of the tunnel, but it's still not finished. So we have to wait and see, we have to move on very cautiously and uh, see what it brings. The price is not finished yet. Feel that. Okay, so uh, 
it's it's a while now since uh, Salvadori was acquired by Tech. So tell me, how successful has the integration of that company been? And how has the amalgamation of Salvadori's range of retailing product, products with uh, Tech's world-class range of tiny repair materials, how has that helped the position of both brands in the retail yes, since I think you know, you probably are aware that we moved also locations from Northern Ireland, UK. Uh, our production base was moved, uh, basically was stopped, and the distribution center was moved to Belgium. And that happened in 2018, middle of 2018, we moved to the new location. On top of that, we had the acquisition of, of Salvador. So you can imagine it was a very short two years for us, very intensive. But uh, the transfer of the stock, and let's say the physical business, has been completed already mid-2019. And meanwhile, we are quite proud that we managed that short transition and uh, also the, the existing sales team, which we had in Italy, Salvador was based in Italy, we, we, they are still there working for us and uh, now completely transformed into a common tech Salvador business. And they're working for us on a full-time basis and we managed to make that work. We're, we're quite happy with that situation. Uh, also given the fact, I think I can confirmed that we were nominated for retread supplier equipment supplier in in the uh, recircle award i believe and uh, i mean it also proves a little bit that we are very committed to make that uh, joint venture work and besides that it is a completion of our product range i mean we had already a number of quite quick big portfolio of tools in our catalog but in addition the salvadori has made us uh, let's say a one-stop supplier for uh, retail business transport business and i mean so we're i mean we're very positive now it works okay so uh, let's talk about some of your your products then in terms of uh, tire repair products what are the company's latest product developments and uh, what can we expect to see in the future well, outside, let's say that in repairs, there's not huge spectacular uh, developments, although we are more and more motivating the bigger uh, tire manufacturers, let's say the big five, the top five, they are very interested to have their factories solvent-free. That means no solvents are used in the chemicals they use for production that we have to follow that, that strategy and they reinforce it to us. So we take pride that we have now a typical uh, retread product, repair product, which we call Termacure, which has now been uh, established now since one, one and a half year with also cushion gun, which you can use without cement. That means in, uh, I, I'm not going into the details, but in a preheating environment you can use those repairs without cement this avoids uh, technicians having to use uh, cement in their that's one thing so rather than where competition is using a brand new product completely different type product we can offer the existing product which can be used with cement or without so that's a quite big development and makes the ease of uh, application 
Besides that, we also think that uh, RFID technology will develop very fast. We are involved in that, uh, to organizing uh, devices which we can use to place in bags, stuff like that. Uh, I think even PPMS for truck will become a very interesting uh, product development for us. I mean, then especially for truck. I mean, car and passenger tire, it already exists and has been very successful for us. But uh, with the coming legislation in 2022, where they will make it compulsory for trucks, at least part of the, the new designs, and then in a later stage, 2023, it will become compulsory for more time, uh, uh, trucks. So we are also in that development. And uh, I mean, we will build on the already existing program. Besides that, I think there is a general, it's not a real spectacular revolution, but we now our OTR repairs, while we in the past also supplied them still with normal nylon reinforced twice, uh, we are now strictly providing them with Aramitra. So we only sell OTR repairs for road mover tractor with uh, Aramit or in the common name Kevlar. Uh, reinforcement. So that's more or less, I guess, the most important developments. Well, this is shaping up to be an interesting interview, and we'll be back with the part two of that interview very shortly. Now you'll see I'm back in front of our Recircle Awards uh, photo call or presentation presentation board. And Tech, of course, is one of our partner collaborators for the Recircle Awards, our recently launched awards program for the tire treading and recycling industries. We recently announced four new award categories, including a special tire repair award in which Tech is one of the nominees. So good luck to them. So David, I believe for the middle part this week, you wanted to talk specifically about some of the other new categories. Yes, uh, today I wanted to draw our viewers' attention to a new award called the Spirit of Retreading Award, which has been specifically designed to recognise particularly noteworthy contributions to the retreading industry by mid-sized, small or regional retreaders. Okay, our, our viewers and our followers to retreading business and also uh, eagle-eyed followers to the Recircle Awards will have noticed that we already have a Retreader of the Year Award, which is attracting a high number of votes. So why is there a need for, for a second award? Well, when we developed the idea for the Recircle Awards, one of our key aims was that it should be inclusive and that winning awards shouldn't be restricted to the larger global companies. So we deliberately held back four award categories so we could fill in the gaps where we felt it was necessary. We had a lot of nominations in the Retreader of the Year category, but the final nominees all turned out to be larger companies with an international profile. Uh, we anticipated that this might be the case, so we wanted to introduce an award that recognised the efforts of the many excellent mid-sized and smaller Retreaders around the world who are making a significant contribution to the industry. All of the nominees for the Spirit of Retreading Award were originally nominated for the Retreader of the Year Award, and we wanted to highlight the valid reasons that they'd been nominated in the first place. Fantastic. Um, so, who are the five nominees? 
Well, actually, we have a, a real global mix of highly deserving candidates for this award. There is, uh, to start with, there is KL Tire Retread from Malaysia, who are currently undergoing ECE 109 certification, which would make them the first retreader in Asia to obtain an EMAR for its retreads. There is Megatreads, a Bandai dealer from South Africa, who won Bandai at South Africa's Manufacturing Excellence Award in 2019. There is the US retreader, Summer Tire, uh, which is a, a leading user of the AccuTread Molecule system. Uh, the fourth uh, nominee is the Argentinian retreader, Unigoma, which has made significant investment in upgrading its plants recently, and whose uh, MD Esteban Rapazzo has been a leading contributor to furthering the cause of retreading in that country. And last but not least, there's the Ukrainian retreader, Yashina, whose quality-oriented approach to the market has enabled it to grow from uh, being a small retreader to uh, a medium-sized regional operator. Well, that certainly does sound like a, a diverse selection of candidates, and we have uh, candidates that are covering various continents uh, across the world. Yes, that's right. The, the voting system is now open, so viewers can vote for their preferred candidate by going to recircleawards.com and choosing the Spirit of Retreading category. Brilliant. Well, that's all for the Recircle Awards for the moment, uh, especially within regards to the Spirit of Retreading Award. Now, let's get straight back to our interview with Walter van Loon. Well, uh, let's talk about uh, your uh, distribution structure uh, in Europe. Uh, Tech Europe is responsible for Europe, Middle East and Africa. And during this year, you appointed uh, new distributors in Italy and also in Moldova. Uh, which other areas or countries are you looking to improve your distribution position in? Well, in general, EMEA is a big region and uh, a little bit, let's say, that we get most of our contacts through uh, trade fairs, which unfortunately many are, <laughs> many are cancelled. We hope that this will uh, restart soon. Uh, so there is uh, one loss in contacts, I guess. But we get a, quite a bit of online uh, requirements. And besides the countries which you mentioned, there's also a tendency to expand more in Africa. Although certain countries in Africa would be well, South Africa, Nigeria, there's some countries which would be well. Middle East, we are basically still uh, looking for mainly time distributors uh, to fill up the market. Uh, we don't want to disturb regions where we are doing well. I mean, there is no point in doing that. But the Pang brand, which is uh, basically the same quality as Take, holds its own uh, grounds and could be a nice uh, feature to develop some business in new regions. And we're, we're still looking. In Europe, most countries, I think the big five, uh, the, let's say the EU region is completely full. I mean, we don't really need extra people. Always need extra business, but not, not specifically this news. But uh, going further to Russia, former Soviet republics, uh, Middle East, uh, we are still looking. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the subjects of the, of the Pang uh, brand. I wanted to specifically ask you uh, about that. Uh, TrueFlex Pang is part of the step tech stable of brands. Uh, how important is that brand nowadays and how does it fit into the company's brand structure overall? 
Yeah, sorry, my previous answer already a little bit explained about it. Let's say that tech is the main brand which we defend in all times. But uh, in '98 we purchased the Proof of Spain uh, factory and, and brand. Uh, it has become more and more important for us. Uh, again, the quality of the bank products is exactly the same uh, as tech, and we hold it at the same price levels. Uh, it's comparable to our main uh, competitors. But of course, we don't want to disturb markets where we're good at. Uh, and uh, it depends a little bit on the history, I guess, of the product, how it was represented in the past in certain regions where we decide either to use a tech or a bank uh, brand. Uh, there are openings, so let's say that if we have 50, 60 main tech distributors in Europe or EMEA, we have more or less 20 or 25 banks. And we don't really proactively push bank, but if we find the right profile distributor, we might consider bank rather than tech. It depends a little bit on the history of what the product is known for in the past uh, 45, 50 years. That's oh. Okay, well, uh, on another subject, uh, and yeah, as a company, you lay quite a bit of emphasis on the fact that uh, tire repair is not just about the quality of the, the repair products, uh, but it's just as important as it's uh, is the implementation of quality training programs. So, could you please give us uh, some insight into how tech approaches the issue of training, the facilities you have at your disposal, and the, the programs you can offer your customers? Yeah. First of all, we have a fully equipped training center in Belgium where we can receive people. Again, this has been a little bit uh, slow because of the coronavirus, you cannot hold too many people in one room. But we have a full-time technical trainer running around Europe, EMEA, and we hold a little bit the principle of train the trainer. So our country representatives, which we have seven now, we also try to uh, to make them, uh, let's say, train them that they can do limited training seminars on their own. If we go into the major, uh, more professional retreat, OTR repairs, then we usually send our technical guy to do it. Uh, that's a little bit the concept. Uh, on the other hand, training can be, and we have to look at that also online. And uh, we are working on what we call the Tech University, which is managed by the US. We have uh, presented the program to our distributors, which they can log into, and they have basic uh, training clips, uh, our tires constructed, uh, failure analysis, all that kind of stuff we can do online. TPMS, we are supported by other companies, uh, which also provide training for us online now. Friday we have an excellent for the complete sales team. So we try to work a little bit on two, uh, we have to anticipate on the situation if it doesn't improve quickly we have to do it more online which we will keep anyway I think that's a result of what we experienced the last year is that we will continue to do these things more online and from the other side we hope to get through the crisis soon and that we can back be back on the road again to do uh, practical because that's the main thing practical uh, demonstrations trainings are crucial for our business 
so that we can be back on the road uh, on site with the customer. Okay, uh, I, I just wanted to finish off by uh, talking about another topical subject, uh, that of uh, Brexit. Uh, now, uh, I just wanted to ask the question, you, you've had a strong presence in the UK for, for many years, and I know you, you, you touched on it in uh, one of the previous questions. You, you had a manufacturing facility in, in Northern Ireland, for example. So uh, how has uh, Brexit impacted on the uh, tech business so far? What measures have we had to implement to deal with it? Uh, and uh, how do you see it impacting business in the future? Uh, to be very honest, there are still changes on going on. And we already, we anticipated the end of last year to provide enough stock to our uh, English distributors, just to be ready and, and to anticipate on changing uh, regulations and documentations that are. We luckily, we saw on some items like PPMS, we don't really are imposed with importers, uh, we from export going from the UK to the continent. So there we have solved the situation. For repairs from Belgium to UK, uh, we don't see a real change. There might be a small increase of costs and imports, but we don't really see a big change. And we don't expect to influence it too much negatively on our business. That's basically, but of course we are faced with more, more bureaucracy, let's say. Uh, our customer service uh, department has to provide more documents, more uh, export documents, uh, certificate documents, stuff like that. But in, as a cost factor, we don't see huge problems, luckily. So I, I see it quite positive. Should work. Uh, I mean, it might have an impact a little bit on the legal times, uh, but I think we will get we will get through that as as twenty one progresses. Uh, now there are still some holdups in harbors with uh, products coming in or with the tunnel in Calais stuff like that. The deliveries might have might have a negative impact on the lead times, let's say. But for the rest, I think we are okay. Well, thank you very much for your time and insight. Uh, we wish you all the best for 2021, and we look forward to talking to you again on the Retrekcast very soon. Thank you, David. Also, the same to you. For you and your family, happy 2021, and uh, all the best. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, that's all for this edition of the Retreadcast. We hope you enjoyed the interview and look forward to welcoming you back to one of our podcasts soon. Until then, stay safe.